Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. Mark Stafford, kicking back and talking sport all afternoon. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. It's our weekly catch-up now with someone in the greyhound industry, and we're going across the Tasman in Australia. Uh, there's a dog wanting to talk to us as well, but he's an Aussie. Uh, sorry, he's in Aussie, but he's a Kiwi. Taylor Thornton joins us. G'day, Taylor. Yeah, how you going, mate? All right? I'm very well. Um, you, you, you left the kennels in New Zealand and decided to have a crack over in Australia. I don't, how long have you been over there plying your trade? I've been, I've been over here about uh, six months. Uh, just living in Seymour for about yeah six months since I've made the uh, made the move across. Jeez, I tell you what, you uh, you learnt your trade under some of the best. You were with Karen Walsh and Gary Harding, and then uh, Brendan and Lisa Cole. What a great way to start off! Yeah, I was very lucky, very lucky to work with such uh, astute trainers, and um, definitely gave me a good start into life, into the greyhound training life, because I've obviously learnt off uh, very successful people. So are you over there um, under your own steam now, or are you in partnership with anyone? What's your operation? So I'm working for um, Rebecca Romain, and I've got some kennels to train my own dogs as part of the deal. So I've got four dogs on my own that I'm training over here, and um, obviously helping them out in the mornings and the afternoons, etc., etc. And someone tells me you had your first winner on Tuesday at Healesville, uh, Soda Kiwi, beautiful name. Yeah, she's a very beautiful name and a beautiful dog. It was uh, she hadn't had much luck to start her career, so she's been a bit of bit unlucky. But it was good for her to actually get the job done and show what she can do, because I think she's a bit better than average that dog. Having been there for six months, Taylor, what, what's the big difference between New Zealand and Australian greyhound racing um, that we might notice? Um, it's, a, it's a similar industry, but what it is is it's a bigger pool of dogs. So I guess you have, um, for lack of a bit of a word, more opportunities to actually. If your dog suits a certain standard of a racing, you can go and chase that standard. Or if it doesn't, you can chase the money. Or just, it's just more opportunities, I would say. And they have those straight tracks over there. Have, have you raced at those? Yep. Uh, Heels Bulls is, is a straight track, and it's um, it's a very interesting type of racing. It is, eh? Because there's no corners, and that's where you quite often find uh, dogs get checked out of it. It's just like a flat-out sprint. And interestingly, most of the dogs hold their line. They don't bob and weave through the track. Yeah, exactly. And um, one of my biggest learnings was that it's a 300-metre race, and I thought, oh, yeah, 300 metres, that's not much. But it's actually more like a 400, because since they're going in a straight line, they're actually going top speed for longer. So you've got to be quite fit for the, uh, for the straight tracks, and it's, yeah, it's quite surprising, really. How does fitness work? Like, we know how it works in humans, and it's go for long, slow runs. What about a greyhound? Because you don't want to lose their explosive sp- speed. So how, what, what's the key to getting them re- as fit as they can be? Well, to get them as fit as they can be, you just sort of got to um, you got to put in the work early in their career, sort of thing. So before they start racing, you sort of have to have the groundwork already done, whether it be running them or walking them every couple of days. And then once you're racing, it's all about maintaining them. So in between a run, we won't do much because we've already got that groundwork of fitness. So it's just about really keeping them happy, 
keeping them fresh and just making sure they, they love life when they go out to the racetrack. You want to see them happy, and then once they're happy, they normally put in their better performances. And they're really hardy, aren't they? Because you could probably race them, if, if you wanted to, every sort of three days, couldn't you? Yeah, if you wanted to, you, you could. They, they're definitely, um, I think you get a bang for your buck because there's so much racing in the Greyhounds. But, um, yeah, you're right. They can race every three days. But I, I tend to just race them once a week just to keep that keep that freshness into them. So what's, what's the goal, Taylor? You've got four dogs on your own. Will you just slowly build that up and get more kennels and get more dogs? Is that the plan? Yep, that's, that's the plan at this stage. Um, just keep on ticking along. And I've got a few nice ones in the kennels now, so I'm very lucky to have uh, opportunities to train some nice dogs, which definitely gives me a, 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 good, a good advantage. But, yeah, just keep them happy and tick along. And hopefully within a year I can win a sort of a nice race. I mean, it might be an ambitious goal, but you've got to have ambitious goals in this kind of industry. Hell, yes, you do. And what about a longer-term goal? Do you see yourself sticking with the Australian um, scene, or is there a desire to come back to New Zealand? Well, that's a good question. I think, I think when I when I moved over here, I thought I could do five years in Australia and then go back to New Zealand. I still think I, I will end up back in New Zealand at some stage, maybe go back to New Zealand with a bit of money in my pocket, perhaps, and buy a property and... Um, have a set up over there because I do like New Zealand style of racing. It's quite a, um, you know, it's quite a, it's quite a good industry to be in, especially New Zealand. Yep, Taylor. I want to thank you for joining us today, and we wish you all your best in, in, in your venture. It was a big call to go to Aussie, but it sounds like you've landed on your feet. You got a winner in your pocket. You're away, boy. Yeah, exactly. Onwards and upwards, hopefully. There Fingers it is. Anyway. Thanks for coming on. Have a good day. Thank you.